Hello and welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan, and in this program, we all discover jazz, old and new, together by listening to a wide array of selections, exploring different jazz styles and topics related to jazz, we'll learn more about what it is, what it isn't, how it's developed, and what we can listen for to enhance our experience. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. I've enjoyed a lot of jazz for many years, even though I can't say I've really understood it. The purpose of this program is to help me understand it better and to take you on this journey with me as I make these new discoveries. Over the course of this new season of Discovering Jazz, I intend to have a lot of guests on the program and ask them questions about how they discover jazz and what they think might help all of us connect with the music, whether we're totally new to jazz or whether we're a longtime fan. But today and next week, it's just me playing some vinyl records I've recently purchased some CDs, maybe even a download, and also sharing some information from a book I've been reading called The Jazz Standards, A Guide to the Repertoire by Ted Gioia. And since it's fall, maybe it's good to start with a depressing song about spring. Bob Dora with Spring Can Really Hang You Up the Most. that never left the post I lie in my room staring up at the ceiling spring can really hang you up the most morning's kiss Wakes trees and flowers And to them I'd like to drink a toast I walk through the park Just to kill the lonely hours Spring can really hang you up The most Birds twitter twit. I know the tune. This is love. This is it. Heard it before. And I know the score. And I've decided the spring. is just a ghost Spring arrived on time Only what became of you dear 
spring can really hang you up the most. Spring can really hang you up. Once I was a sentimental thing, I gave my heart away each spring. Now a spring romance hasn't got a chance. I promised my next dance to winter. All I got to show is a splinter for my little fling. Spring is here, there's no mistaking. Robins building nests from coast to coast. My heart tries to sing so they won't hear it breaking. Spring has really hung me up the most. College boys are writing sonnets in the tender passion they're engrossed. While I'm on the shelf with last year's Easter bonnets, spring can really hang you up the most. Love came our way and I hoped it would last. We had our day, now that's all in the past. Spring came along, a season of song, full of sweet promises, but something went wrong, wrong, wrong. Doctors once prescribed a tonic Suffer and molasses was the dose. Didn't help a bit. My condition must be chronic. Spring can really hang you up the most. All alone now. The party's over. Old man Winter was a gracious host. But when you start praying, praying for the snow to hide the clover, then you know that spring has really hung. That's Bob Dora, D-O-R-O-U-G-H, with Bill Takas on bass and Greedy Tate on drums. That tune was written by Tom Wolfe, not the famous author of The Right Stuff, but the jazz pianist who wrote a few good tunes. The title, Spring Can Really Hang You Up the Most, is actually a jazz rendition of the famous opening line of T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland, April is the Cruelest Month and the lyrics are written by a frequent collaborator, Fran Landsman. 
In the guise of trying to increase our understanding of the song, my Ted Gioia book points out that one of the most creative parts of this melody is the ending, where he restates the beginning theme, but alters it as he, and I quote, briefly hints at a modulation down a fifth before returning back to the tonic key. Did you miss it in that Bob Dora version? Well, not to worry, because I have another recording of the same song for you, this time by Ella Fitzgerald, an amazing rendition. Listen to the end and see if you can hear. That's an odd phrase, isn't it? See if you can hear. But listen for that clever alteration. Ella Fitzgerald, spring can really hang you up the most. Once I was a sentimental thing Threw my heart away each spring Now a spring romance hasn't got a chance Promised my first dance to winter All I've got to show's a splendor For my little flame Spring this year has got me a horse that never left the post I lie in my room staring up at the ceiling spring can really hang you up the most morning's Wakes trees and flowers And to them I'd like to drink a toast I walk in the park Just to kill lonely hours Spring can really hang you up the Spring is here, there's no mess. 
from coast to coast My heart tries to sing So they won't hear it breaking Spring can really hang you up the most College boys are riding sonnets In the tender passion they're engrossed But I'm, I'm on a shelf With last year's Easter bonnet Spring can really hang you up the most Love came my way I hoped it would last We had our day Now that's all in the past Spring came along A season of song Full of sweet promise, but something went wrong. Doctors once prescribed a tonic, sulfur and molasses was the dose. Didn't help a bit. My condition must be chronic Spring can really hang you up the most All alone, the party's over Old man winter was a gracious host But when you keep praying for snow to hide the clover, spring can really hang you up the most. She was such an amazing singer. From 1961, Ella Fitzgerald with Lou Levy on piano and Herb Ellis on guitar. Okay, time to lighten up and speed up. This is from an album I bought recently at a pawn shop. It's by trumpeter Clark Terry. And this is where the whole album is a tribute to Fats Waller. It's called Ain't Misbehavin'. And it includes Oscar Peterson on piano, plus Billy Hart on drums, and Victor Sproles on bass. This track is a wonderful amalgamation of Clark Terry's fancy trumpet work and Oscar Peterson's light piano touch, quite different from the Fats Waller style of playing. This is one of his lesser-known compositions, but one still played by many jazz artists, Handful of Keys. <laughs> Thank you. 
Clark Terry with Oscar Peterson. Let's continue with up-tempo instrumental jazz. It features a Canadian musician. This is Jane Bennett 
from her first LP, which she recorded in 1988 with pianist Don Pullen. Here is a duet that starts off the record, a Don Pullen composition called Big Alice, featuring Jane Bennett on flute, recorded in Toronto. Thank you. 
had the pleasure of seeing Jane Bennett live this past August at the Arlington in Maynooth, a great music venue in a great little town. And I learned the correct pronunciation of her name because the announcer at the Lakefield Jazz Festival in 2016 pronounced it Bunnett. I maintained that was a correct pronunciation, even correcting somebody who told me her name was pronounced Bunnett. But at the concert, her husband, Larry Kramer, introduced her as Bunnett. And I guess he should know, so I stand corrected. Now for two songs where one didn't just influence the other, but was admittedly a total copy of the chord sequence. The original is called Back Home in Indiana, usually shortened as Indiana, written by an actual Indiana native named James Hanley and first recorded in 1917 by the original Dixieland Jazz Band. Ironically, even that one had accusations of plagiarism, as there were claims that it was borrowed from an earlier song called On the Banks of the Wabash. But fast forward now to 1947, where Charlie Parker came up with a composition called Donna Lee, one that is now practically a jazz standard. You'll notice how the chord sequence is exactly the same as Back Home in Indiana. I'll first play Back Home in Indiana, a version from an album I just found secondhand by the Dave Brubeck Quartet from 1955, featuring Paul Desmond on alto sax with Bob Bates on drums and Joe Dodge, sorry, Bob Bates on bass and Joe Dodge on drums. Then I'll follow it with Charlie Parker and Donnelly. Thank you. 
Charlie Parker all-stars in his composition, Donna Lee, based on the chord sequence of an earlier song, Indiana, which I played just before that one. Besides Miles Davis on trumpet, it also featured Bud Powell on piano, Max Roach on drums, and Tommy Potter on bass. And all except possibly Potter have since become jazz legends. Now for some West Coast guitarists. Bill Kuhn from Vancouver and Ron Peters from Seattle with There Is No Greater Love.
the two fascinating guitars of Bill Kuhn and Ron Peters. I want to say a bit about that song, There Is No Greater Love. Although it is a jazz standard, it's not one that I'm familiar with, and I'm hoping that after today's program I'll begin to recognize it whenever it's played. It was written by Isham Jones, who, while he's almost forgotten today, was in the 1920s one of the biggest-selling recording artists with seven number-one hits to his credit. Woody Herman later took over his band. Isham Jones had a huge influence in public taste by incorporating blues-based material and jazz instrumentation into early dance orchestras. Another one of his most famous songs is It Had to Be You, but the one we just heard, There Is No Greater Love, was originally recorded in 1936 with Woody Herman, but Herman rather than being a band leader and amazing clarinet soloist, was hired at the age of 22 as a singer and dancer, as well as instrumentalist. Here is that original version of There Is No Greater Love. Isham Jones with Woody Herman on vocals. There is no greater love than what I feel for you. No greater love, no heart so true. There is no greater thrill than what you bring to me. No sweeter song than what you sing to me. You're the sweetest thing. I have ever known And to think that you are mine alone There is no greater love In all the world it's true No greater love Than what I feel for you
from 1936, more easy listening than jazz. Isham Jones and his orchestra with Woody Herman on vocal. I'm assuming that's also him on clarinet, though maybe not, as in those days he was primarily a saxophonist. That that was Isham Jones' last recording with that particular band before he turned it over to Woody Herman. In 1947, Billie Holiday did a great version of that song on Decca Records. Then in 2003, Amy Winehouse recorded it on an album called Frank. I'll play a touch of that Amy Winehouse version and follow it with the Billie, Billie Holiday rendition of There Is No Greater Love. There is no greater love than what I No sweet sound, no heart so true. There is no greater thrill than what you bring to me. No sweet sound. No. 
You are listening to Discovering Jazz, coming through the studios of Trent Radio in Peterborough, CFFF, 92.7 on your radio dial. Here is a brand new discovery for me. The leader of this 12-piece band is Sam Jones, who died in 1981 at the age of 57, two years after making this album. He was best known as the bassist for Cannonball Adderley, as well as doing a couple-year stint with Oscar Peterson. From an album called Something New, this tune was written by Pete Yellen, who also plays tenor sax here, doing an extended solo. Also, we hear Sam Burtis on trombone and a great solo by John Eckert on trumpet. Eckert is still around, playing mostly in the New York jazz scene. Here is Tropical Delight, the Sam Jones 12-piece band.
time for one more recording. Tune in again next week for Discovering Jazz. I'm Larry Sademan, ending with a jazz group from Peterborough. Saxophonist Sean Hulley, who, by the way, is also a great guitarist and singer. He used to play regularly at the Garnet in Peterborough and still plays a lot around town. Here he's playing with Royce Williamson on trumpet, Federico Pontani on guitar, David DeFrank on bass, and Curtis Cronkite on drums. His own composition called What The? Sean Hulley. (laughs) 